Hello, Magical Mamas, and welcome to episode number five of the Magical Mothering Podcast. I'm your host, Dania, and today I'm going to talk to you about recognizing our intuitive knowings over our instinctual fear responses. So we all have intuition. It's not some special thing that only a few are born with. It's like a muscle. The more you work it, the stronger it gets. Some people completely ignore their intuition, and then gradually it fades away. But it'll come back if you start showing it some love again. Believe me, I know that happened with me. I put it away in a box for many years and it took me a little bit of unleashing to bring it back out again. So sometimes it's hard to decipher an intuitive hit from an overwhelming urge to do something a certain way. So we have our gut feelings and we also have gut reactions. They're really, really similar at completely different levels. See, on a subconscious level, we are constantly interpreting our surroundings, reading others' emotions and picking up on tones and body language, even if they're really, really minuscule. Yet we feel the energy change when certain someone walks into the room. You can notice if somebody might have had a bad day or they're off, even if they're putting on one of those smiles. Our bodies and minds, they're intelligent and they're constantly seeking out signs of danger. They're ready to move into fight, flight or fawn at any moment. It's instinctively programmed into us from birth. So the baby is attuned to cry if it's not close to those who can provide it with safety, with food, with shelter. They're constantly seeking attachment and connection to their tribe. It's built into us. When we're challenged by a trauma that makes us feel unsafe, it can heighten our sensitivities to all our subconscious interpretations. So when I'm talking about trauma, it doesn't have to be some big thing that has happened. It can be simply as a baby being left to cry. I know this is something that I have dealt with in my personal family, Um, working through that with my daughter, that the trauma that it brought into her nervous system. I'll talk about that some more. Now, when we're challenged by these traumas that make us feel unsafe, it heightens our sensitivities on all subconscious interpretations. We're constantly feeling vibrational shifts at a much higher level. When my eldest was three, we were struggling with night terrors and high levels of separation anxiety around attending daycare whilst I had to go to work. Uh, Having not fully reclaimed my work as an energy healer at that point in time, I took my daughter to see a kinesiologist that I trusted to help her. The kinesiologist response after attempting over and over again to enter my daughter's energy field and being rejected and pushed out over and over again. Um, She told me that her vagus nerve, which is associated with the parasympathetic nervous system, which is what guides us into a relaxed state of rest and digest. She told me her vagus nerve was defeated, meaning that she wasn't in full sympathetic mode of fighting meaning that she was in a full sympathetic fight or flight mode. She didn't know how to break out of it. She tuned into the practices that my daughter needed. And she told me that she um, needed Reiki on her vagus nerd. And um, she said, she checked again and said, is there anything else that they can do? And um, she said, oh, no, (laughs) it seems that Reiki is the only thing that she wants right now. That's all that will do, she said. 
And I thought, hmm, I did my Reiki achievements when I was a teenager. I, I do that. And I used to do that quite a fair bit. Um, and it was triggering that importance of my role as her mother, why she chose me to be her mother. And this is why I feel that our children shows us for the path that we've lived. They need our experiences to guide their journey too. And they teach us so much when we follow their lead. We make the beautiful, most beautiful healing partners together. So our vagus nerve connects our brain to the beat of our heart, the breath into our lungs, our gut, and even um, it's even known as the wanderer, which is what vagus means in Latin, known to wander into the clitoris to stimulate women's pleasure, even after they've experienced spinal injuries. Our vagus nerve moves through each of the body's main energy centers and is connected to energetic meridians that act as channels for energy, prana, chi, vital force, whatever you feel, that energy that moves through your body. And there are many techniques that I now know how to help my daughter, myself, and my clients how to stimulate this nerve into the state of relaxation. I'll talk about that another on another session. It's important that we recognize um, this role that the vagus nerve plays in reading and interpreting energy and vibrational frequency as if our vagus nerve is underdeveloped, if it's underutilized um, due to high states of stress, um, our sympathetic fight or flight reaction taking over to the environmental stimuli, high sensitives, they're picking up on all frequencies with a force of a fear reaction. Okay, so when we're highly sensitive and we're in fight or flight mode constantly, we're picking up lots of our feelings as a force of fear. A gut reaction is highly emotionally charged. It's our motor response to external stimuli that could be a loud noise or it could be as highly specific as a teacher's bad morning um, that she's smiling through and um, pretending that everything's okay. Our highly sensitive kids are picking up on every sign in their environment like warning bells, blasting their eardrums and screaming to run for safety or fight for your life. And we get this agitation building within their system. We we get it as well. Same as highly sensitive mothers. If we get stuck in a spiral of survival mode, not serving our needs, not getting um, things that, that lift us into a, this mode of relax, relax, relaxation, of feeling um, like we are provided for and safe, then we begin picking up signals with a gut reaction born from fear. So um, this also can relate to... Uh, interpreting any past psychological wounds traumas scarring even generational conditioning and patterns they burn holes of gut reactions that keep us um, searching for being accepted wanted loved and safe and um, trying to constantly save us from fear and shame now these are all those great abandonment fears that live in our energy systems for generations, especially down the woman line, down the matriarchal line, the mother line, the constant worry about what everyone might think, the incessant people pleasing. I know them because I recognize them in myself. I've worked with them a lot. 
When we're in a grounded state, our vagus nerve is able to flow through our energetic bodies with ease. And this is when we're able to tune into our deeper sense of intuition. Our gut feeling, our deeper knowing comes with softness, no urgency, no heightened emotional state of fear or missing out or overthinking what others might think or say. Intuition is the yin, the feminine energy to the reaction states of yang in the masculine. Intuition needs no logic. Whilst we've been trained to only adhere to reason and rationale in a patriarchal society that actually undervalues the intuitive nature of trust and surrender, intuition is quiet and slow and requires the space to drop in deep. So reaction thoughts, they're fast. They're circling through your mind in incessant chatter and they seem to constantly be on the surface. Now you can strengthen your intuitive knowing by engaging it, acting on it and trusting it. So ask it questions. So that could just be in your mind, asking yourself questions and allowing some quiet space for the answer. You can do it out loud while you're getting dressed in the morning. What color shall I wear today? Oh, green. Really? Why is that? You can do it in your journal practice as well. So um, this is intuitive writing, your stream of consciousness, where you can ask a question on the page and allow uh, the first things to drop in into that deep sense of relaxed state to flow out on the paper and see afterwards what, what has flown through from this intuitive state. And I do that each morning in my journal practice. You can meet your inner critic and challenge that bitch. Or is she actually your wounded child? So we get to meet, meet her when we work together. And the other thing you can do to strengthen your intuition is allow space for your intuition to be heard. Meditation and tapping EFT are great. Okay. Remember your intuition. She is quiet and soft Yet don't underestimate her strength and her power. Now, if you want more of this, don't forget to click subscribe so you get my next episode. And I invite you to come support me over on Patreon with the link in, this, in the um, description. If you would like to work with me in a private mentorship journey, please just send me an email. I'd love to be your guide. Thank you so much for joining me on this magical mothering journey.